listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley. <laughs> this is going to be so good. And Fred Slow. I am the cream The cream of the crop. 95.9 FM, 610 The Sports Animal, and TalkABQ.com. Turn it up! Turn it up! It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Your boys are here. I will be Fred Slow, and I will hang out with you for the next three continuous hours until we... Pass this microphone over to one Mike Trujillo of True to the Game. Hanging alongside me, hanging alongside you. The show, Van Nunley. Good afternoon, Van. What's happening, my dude? Good to see you. Right back at you. Thank you for being more than 35 seconds early, which is your normal. Hey, I was in a very important meeting. I learned how to manage an application on my cellular telephone. Are you saying you watched a YouTube video? No, I had someone explain it to me in person. What year is it? I'm not sure. I can't. I don't know how to work my phone. <laughs> On the skins, Mike Vital. Give me a drum roll, son. <laughs> that's okay. It was bad. No. <laughs> you, that's like that's a Jalen Hurts quote that's acted out. We are all live in studio, and because we're live in studio, we're taking calls on the Quans Auto Care hotline, 505-246-0610. Text your boys. Hey, keep it clean, though. I'm tired of clicking on links and not being sure. <laughs> Yo, risky click. I'll do it. I'll click. No matter what you send me, listener, friend of the show, I will click on it. Look, they got incognito windows here at the Sports Animal. So little. I use them often. Here on ABQ Central. What I do is we have the, like, studio-issued computer, right? Sure. Cool. It's on the studio network. It has passwords and firewalls and only things that uh, I can access through my login. Cool. And then I put the texter on my personal iPad so that I can go back and forth. So that's the thing that's getting ruined. On your own hotspot, too. Yeah. So whatever weird link fan of the show sends us. Yes. It's not on no. sports animals Wi-Fi. You are safe. Yep. And I, all- I just do it anyways. Smart. Was, yeah. Incognito window. Risky click. Erase. Now, also for the listener, Vital doesn't get your text. He streams the calls. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to talk to Vital, you call the Quan's Auto Care Hotline, 505-246-0610. You want to go straight, like, un-Vital filtered to your boys, you text the program. Five zero five two four six zero six. And I'm like a bartender. If I know that you've had too much, you're gone. Hey, yeah. low key, Vital screens hard. He screens a lot of calls. Like every show. I've been in this game a long time, and you care more than I think you should. Yeah. Like I'm just brutal. If they don't have something that's good to say, you're gone. You gone. <laughs> Thank you. We had to. Thank you, Vital. Inside baseball for the friend of the show. We had to have a conversation with Vital probably like a year ago, and it was like. Because we'd be talking about whatever, Lobos, right? And we'd be on to the next subject, and someone call and be like, hey, let's talk about the Lobos. And Mike would be like, that, that's dead and gone. We're on to, we're on to baseball now. <laughs> and then like, no, Mike. This, it's okay. Let them talk. Let them catch up, Mike. Just let them talk. It's okay. we got a good one today. We're going to talk Monday Night Football, obviously. To, uh, to, hey, hold on. To oh, piggyback on what you just said. Hey, please hop on my back. The 
phone number and the text are the same number. They're the same number. It's 505-246-0610. Let me double check that. And to reiterate what you said, Vital cannot read the text. No. So if you have something incendiary and hateful to say to Vital, you have to call him like a man. To tell him. Tell him in your own voice. Yeah. Don't use a, a voice recorder. Uh, Vital sucks. No. No. Say it to his face like a man. Yeah. But if you want to talk smack to us, go crazy on the text. Go on the text. We love it. If you want to call and say, Taylor Haneke's the second coming of Jesus, do you do that? Do it. Yeah, do, we'll do that on the phone, though, because Vital will put you on. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Uh, uh, today's challenge to the friends of the show, uh, weird gifts. So send those to the text line. That's what I'm looking for today, your weirdest gifts. Um, obviously not. about GIF? What did I say? GIF. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Which one is it, Vital? Do you use GIF, GIF or, or GIF? GIF, GIF. GIF. What you don't if, care. Whatever. What do you say? I say gift. That's why gift. I say whatever the opposite of what you just said. <laughs> Graphic interchange format gift. Yeah, but the guy who created it says it's GIF. Oh, that's choosy kids. Choosy kids choose GIF. Yeah. Choosy moms too. That's season two of the commercials. Uh, what? Yep. <laughs> do you ever go back and watch like old stuff? Like on like Netflix or Hulu or whatever. Pornhub, yeah, similar. And I'm a it, big vintage guy. I yes, yeah. So Clothes, say, hair, yep. shoes, recreational behind, activity, behind the green adult door. entertainment. Behind the green door. <laughs> so this say is, this is why we have a disclaimer. Say it, we don't on this show. I know. So say you're so you're sitting down watching like uh, Freaks and Geeks, right? Yeah. So you're watching Freaks one season, 1999. It's great. It's great. Yeah. But then, like, whenever you go to, like, commercial on your Hulu, it's, like, today's commercials. And you're like, this is ruining it. Yeah. Like, where are my 1999 commercials? Yes, I want Choosy Moms Choose GIF commercials. Yes, like, this is, like, like what is, what is this commercial? Purple stuff, tea, milk. Oh, Sunny D. That's what I want is Sunny D. Where's all the Gerbo commercials? What is Gerbo? You don't remember Gerbos? No. In the 90s, they had the little, they had the little tag right on the crotch. And they had the pockets that slanted down at an angle. Have we already done the? Oh, you were never as cool as me. That's they why parachute, but they were just a real nice. They were kind like, of they were like French designer yeah. jeans that got super kind of popular baggy. in hip hop. Are you guys talking about Zubaz? No, 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 no. Those that's are hammer. That, you're thinking of hammer NFL pants. Stuff. Those are parachute pants. Look up Jerbos. Yeah. You'll recognize them. They got the Jerbo tag on the Francois zipper. Francois Gerbeau. Yeah, Mar Marthe Francois Gerbeau. Okay. They were huge for a while. All right, I just looked it up, and it looks like it's the guy that started in the British office. What is this? The British office? Uh, the original UK version of the office, Golden Globe winner. What is, I don't know what this is. Ricky Gervais? Ricky, <laughs> Ricky, okay. All right, I should have picked up on that one. That's my bad. <laughs> Have we done the varsity of 90s fashion? I feel like we have. Have we? We do so many. Vital, does that ring a bell? I, I thought you guys did 80s. I, we probably have done 80s. 80s. I don't know if it was 90s. I don't no, think. no, we did 90s. I think we did. We did 90s because I was talking about a slap bracelet. Yeah, because I went all accessories. Yeah. We're going sports today. We're talking Monday Night Football. We're going to recap the game from last night. We're going to give friends of the show the opportunity to call in and tell me how wrong I was about the Cowboys. I will take my whoopings on this one. We're three weeks in. Is it too is it too early to rank the league? 
No, it's the perfect time I to agree. start. So let's rank the league. So we'll rank the NFL. Obviously, before we finish the first hour, we we'll make sure we touch base on uh, the John Jones story has escalated. So some details have come out from the Henderson Police Department. So you're going to get that. And then uh, Ronda Rousey announced her pregnancy to yesterday, or her child's birth yesterday. So I think that's very exciting. Are you bummed out? I think it means she's one step closer returning to the WWE. Okay. So we'll I thought you meant one step closer to divorce and you have a shot at it again. From the texters already all over Jalen Hurst and how he's garbage. We will. I will tell you why you're wrong whenever we talk about that in about 10 minutes. Uh, yesterday I broadcast uh, for the New Mexico Highlands uh, women's volleyball team. Had a lot of fun doing that. Okay. So I want to recap that a little bit. They're having a fun homecoming week. Uh, just my personal experience with it. It's not... It's mostly going to be jokes. It's going to be laughs. Oh, excellent. MLB standings. uh, The Cardinals are playing at 545 Mountain. So I will be live streaming during that. If I'm checked out, if I miss your call or text, it's because there's probably a runner on. I mean. If you hear a random yell or scream. Yeah. Or expletive. At 545, Vital, you be quick on that red button. As the Cardinals are going for 17 straight. Woo. It's like and, when I'll oh, go ahead, Mike. No, and there's an American League team creeping up in the wild card. He'll tell you about oh, that too. I like that. I like that. NBA vaccine stuff and how it's affecting everyone. It's about to affect all the workplaces. Everyone's like set deadlines for it now. Yeah, I know. We here at the radio station have one. There's. It's the Ides of October, isn't it? It's. It feels that way. No, Ides of October is you got to be poked or else. What? I don't is, know. I'm not in HR. What's an L? Else. Ah, yes. Yeah. I do think that like stands true for or L. <laughs> Same thing. Take an L. And and you know like I like I often get very like charged when talking about COVID nineteen as a COVID nineteen survivor. Yeah. But like you're you're not just a guy that got it. No. You can use the word survivor. Yeah. You were hospitalized. If I did, I read a thing this morning that said if I had been a smoker beforehand, I probably wouldn't have got out of the hospital. Isn't that crazy? That is bonkers. Yeah. Also, I don't smoke. You would be dead. I would be dead. You would be dead. Yeah. Secondhand smoking's fine because you're you're right next to me on a lot of patios and stuff and my porch. I would like you. You have been known to smoke a cigarette whenever you drink a an adult beverage. That is correct. Now I would not. Say I'm you, a drinking smoker. Yes, you're not yeah, a. There's a lot of people yeah, that yeah. do that. Like my fingers are the normal color. My teeth are the normal yes. color. Like I don't smoke a pack a day, but. But I would say you are like. Like a considerate enough to where we only do it like in open air scenarios. Of and course, yeah, never in the car. I've never once smoked in a vehicle. No, yeah. But also, no offense to you, yeah. if you're listening to us right now, smoking in your vehicle. And my grandfather this would is... do that in the cold weather of Chicago, and he did. Don't roll down the windows, and you're like, you're like, oh, that's open. like Lefty from Donnie <laughs> Brasco. And like, you trying to kill me with that draft? In 60s cars, and they have, like, carpet interior, and, like, the seats are sponges. Yeah. I, the first car I ever had, I would get into it, like, in high school I started driving. I think that's pretty universal for everyone. And I would get into my cloth-seated car yeah. after, like, basketball practice and not showering. Sure. And just, like, live. And that, that car stunk. Yeah. It stunk to high heaven. <laughs> if, it, I were, if I were to smell, because it cooks in the Midwest sun through the windows. Yeah. In biology, biology class, your teacher's like, everyone grab your microscopes. We're going to Fred's <laughs> car. Swab it. Yeah. 
obviously NBA vaccine stuff. I want to talk Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, Van, I'm going to really put you to the test today. Oh, we got, please do. We got three full hours. You've claimed to be Betstradamus. Okay. <laughs> that's that's good. I like that better. Yeah. It's come along. Because I, I gave myself the nickname the Oracle. Which is and bad. And you cannot give yourself no. your own nickname. But Betstradamus. Betstradamus. It's very good. Somebody is going to lose some money and call in and call me Nostra Dumbass. That's a good one. That's coming. It's a super good one. Yeah. So the NFL, the week four betting line is out, so I'm going to give that to you. It's not even that we're going to pick winners. We're just going to pick the, we're going to pick the lines. Sure. I'm in on that. Uh, obviously, if we're going to do the uh, NFL standings, we're going to do NFL panic mode. So we'll do that before the end of the program today. No guests as we see it, so the phone lines are wide open. Uh, give your boys a call. We'll have some fun. We'll laugh a lot. It's going to be a good Tuesday here on the program when we get back from the break. Monday Night Football recap. It's ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Prescott in the gun. Elliott to his right. Lamb in the left slot. Snap back. Hand off Elliott. Bang! To the goal line. Touchdown. Second rushing touchdown tonight for Ezekiel Elliott. Back to throw. Checked out. Over the middle. Intercepted by Diggs. Right sideline. 30. Diggs 20. Diggs house. Good little football game last night for Cowboy fan. Was never in doubt either. No, and it wasn't a 20-point game. It was a, it was a 27-point game. Little garbage one at the end that no one cared about. I didn't watch it live as I was busy broadcasting for the New Mexico Highlands. Okay, here's my thought. The Cowboys are better than I thought the Cowboys were, and I'm sorry. That's it. I just said it. I, I put it out there in the airwaves. I am sorry, Cowboys fan. I did not know. By the way, you might be correct on that linebacker that I don't care about. Yes and yes. I had Cowboys as a wild card team. I thought they'd be up and down all year, but it looks like they're up all year. The offense, every single game just does whatever it wants, and the defense holds strong. Their new uh, defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, wow, what a difference that new improved Cowboys defense. They're more aggressive, they're more physical, and you saw with the take six, they, they, they're, boy, they're going to be tough to beat. I'm refusing to have a conversation about Cowboy coaching staff if it's not Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, who should not know what he knows about the game, who should not be as good at at directing and calling plays and, and organizing the offense, Kellen Moore is an exception. Did he go to Boise State? Is that right? Yes. Yeah, he was the quarterback. There, yes. Yep. He's the next hotness. Whatever team is looking for a guy, you get that guy. They – the Cowboys have hit hard the last couple years with their draft picks. Parsons looks like an all-pro all player. Diggs, three straight games, three interceptions, one yeah. for a pick six this game. He should be a wide receiver. They are very strong. I told you to take the Cowboys in the points. You did. I You're did. welcome. I didn't. I didn't at all. Working title, Betstradamus was right again. A very good title. I watched the condensed version because I was busy, right? So as I'm watching the highlights, I'm like, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing, NFL.com, with the highlights? Why are there no Eagles highlights? You're only showing me the Cowboys side. Like, am I on the right thing? I was on the right thing. I mean, Hertz had over 300 yards in the air on 39 attempts, 
But he but, only had 35 rushing yards. But they're a run team, and it was weird. He just kept chucking downfield. Now I realize they were down. You they're know, they're they, down they, the yeah. whole time, right. But, I mean, their running backs only had three carries. That is bonkers. They got one of the best ones. Miles Sanders is a great young running back, and they obviously he wasn't part of the game plan. From the texter, master better. Uh, I think that's very good. That's very good. That's strong work, too. (laughs) The Cowboys will beat the Panthers. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I got them in both my pick-em leagues. One with points, one with straight up. Straight up. What's going on with the Eagles? They're just not that good. They're not that good, right? Yeah, they're just not that good. And it's and I, it, I didn't see the Eagles doing very much this year. I mean, they're going to win some games. Okay. J, Jalen Hurts is going to catch fire every once in a while. Jalen Hurts is going to break a long run every once in a while. But the Eagles aren't going to do anything this year. I think they will do something against the Giants. I think they'll do something against the Washington football team. The, the Cowboys were one possession away from beating the world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That was only two weeks ago. September 28th, 2001, 421 p.m. The Eagles will beat the Giants the next time they play. I mean the Cowboys. The Eagles will beat the Cowboys the next time they play. When it's in Philly. When it's in Philly. And then Jalen Hurts has his sea legs. Yeah. Sure. I could see that. That's not a bad bet. You should take the future on it right now before the Eagles get better. (laughs) And the East is a tough one, right? Because the Cowboys leading the East right now at 2-1 and and – and Cowboy fan is elated, and they're on fire. You know what you should be? Yeah, you should. You should be. They almost beat the world champs. Yeah. And then they dominated their last two games. You should be happy. Lousy division, but as we saw the last couple of years, anything can happen in that division. Yeah, I, Washington football team is not as good as I thought they would. I, I thought they had a top five defense, and then the Bills just hung up 40 on them. They've given up almost 100 points. Yeah. That's too many points. That's that's too many points. That's too many points in college football. Yes, yes, Cowboy fan. Yes, Cowboy Nation. You say it every year regardless. You're correct but, right but, now. But this year, you might have got it right. Dak Prescott is playing better than he ever has. Good job, too, last night with... Ezekiel Elliott and uh, oh, what's the kid's name? Tony Pollard. Pollard, yeah. Because if you're giving 17 carries to Elliott and you're giving 11 carries to Pollard, by the way, Elliott will put it in the end zone for you. He's not afraid to score. Like, you don't have to do like – with Pollard, anything between the 20s, just you're keeping Ezekiel from getting hit every play. Sure. I love that. Yeah. You got a chance to score? Put 21 in there. Of course. And combined, you get 150 on the ground? Okay, thank you. That's how the Cowboys win games. The Cowboys do not need to have a dominant rushing attack. They need to run good enough to open up the passing game. And that's if they if they do that and play strong defense, they're going to win double-digit games. The, the passing game is not only open, it's wide open. 21 of 26? It didn't even have to do a lot. No. You know who else doesn't have to do a lot? The Manning brothers when they're doing their simulcast. It doesn't even matter what's happening on the field. It is very strong work. So I was like, I'm going to go back because I missed the game live. I was I was busy. I was working. I missed the game live. I'm like, should I go back and watch the game or should I watch the Manning brothers broadcast? 
I watched uh, all the LeBron quotes because we had a bet. So I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you time it? How long did they take to start talking? Oh, about I don't know. I didn't time it. You didn't time I it. I should have. Okay, we'll, we'll time it in the break, and we'll, we'll bring it back to that. But we had a bet that the over-under was 90 seconds that Peyton Manning would say, Yeah. You should have been a tight end, LeBron. He said, he said multiple times, You know how many touchdowns I would have scored if you were my tight end? Such a 75. They're showing high, a bunch. They're showing high school like I highlights. Been a record. <laughs> I like how Eli Manning sits there too, and he's like, "Is it my turn to talk?" Like, oh my god, he's <laughs> he's the most second fiddle in any duo I've ever seen. Even his home, like, because it's a Zoom thing or whatever, right? And you're like, "God, man, even even Peyton's house looks cooler." <laughs> so. So LeBron is on, and they're showing these highlights of him in high school. And I guess I had forgot because he's my age. You know what? We graduated high school in 03. Sure. And you're like, like that is a grown, that is a man child next to like children. Like you were so big and you were so strong. And they're showing highlights of him getting tackled. It's like five guys tackling him. Yeah. And then Payne Man's like, no, I see you to go down there. <laughs> he said that he got offered like legitimate contract offers from Pete Carroll and Jerry Jones. Right. During the. 2011 NBA lockout and the Cleveland Browns so three NFL teams oh okay I didn't see that he didn't mention the Cleveland Browns because they were the Cleveland Browns he would never play for the Cleveland Browns well and if you remember that world beater Kellen Winslow at that time I'm a soldier (laughs) that was a weird team for a lot of years he could have played I mean it's obvious his athleticism he could have played LeBron yes are you being serious? Yes, of course. No. Well, you think they're going to give him, like, the Cowboys organization and Pete Carroll, Mr. Addicted to Winning, Win at All Costs, Pete Carroll, would just sign him for a shtick? Yes. No, I think they would sign him because he is a freak athlete and he is huge and fast and can jump. If LeBron gets in the league before Tim Tebow or Colin Kaepernick, oh, here we go. I'm about to be so mad. <laughs> Well, he's not now, but he could have. You see, like a, a Deion Sanders thing, basketball, football. That would have been a so wheat. The one comparison is Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates is a perfect comp. What was the kid's name in Kansas City forever? Gonzalez. Yeah. There's a couple guys. Yeah, Antonio Gates is the perfect comp. Yeah. Yeah. Played college basketball. Mm-hmm. Jumped through a roof. Yep. Tony Gonzalez played college basketball. That's correct. Yeah. That's the one. There's three guys. Antonio Gates. What's the Gonzalez's kid's name? Tony. Tony Gonzalez. What's your name? And Cooper Manning. Those are the three comparisons to LeBron James. All excellent high school or collegiate basketball players. Should have been a bigger deal in the NFL. I'd have to analyze Cooper Manning's clips. I'd have to... The tape will tell the story. Sterling Sharp. But I totally believe you. The thing also about this Manning cast, which if you didn't watch it, and I don't think it's coming back to like week seven, and that's too damn long. No, They're it, only doing ten total weeks. The The NFL needs to figure it out. Sure. you. I need more of this. Peyton's got to shoot too many commercials. He can't do every game. I think he can. And he does very well. And the guest list... So LeBron kills, right? And then they have Nick Saban on, and he's like, hey, what do I got to do to get you guys a nephew on my team? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, make a call, guy. 
But he's he can't, like he number can't. number one recruit, right? Arch Manning. Yeah. yeah, but he can't be like named because that's like whatever. Yeah, what, yeah, I don't know the rules. Sure, crosses the line. Yeah, now. and I don't. Are there? Is there even a line anymore? It's just like a blur, right? Right. Yeah. He's going to be pretty f- much filthy rich his freshman year in college. It's like Rob- no one. No one is going to get more endorsements than Arch Manning. Yeah, and Robin Thicke is going to blur line endorse him, and you're going to be like, okay, okay. Like you're a celebrity now. Anyway, it was very good. That so I watched the highlights of that. I watched the game with no volume because me and the lady friend were watching Ted Lasso. What is that? I'm getting her caught up on Ted Lasso. Oh, this again? The th- come on now. I can't sell a TV show hard enough as I do Ted Lasso. I tell it's about an absentee father who left to work at a job he doesn't know or love or understand. I to like make sure he had to put zero effort into fathering. Well, I like his show. wife asked for space, so he gave her a lot of space. And oceans worth. Yeah, by how it's stupid. I like this you show. haven't watched it. Your fandom has pushed me away from it. Okay, just like the wire. I love the wire. Every time I'm on an airplane, you did not watch it when we were on an airplane. This I had intended to watch. Okay. It. How far into it are you, Vital? Ted Lasso. Yeah, the, oh, I thought you, the wire is great. I think I'm at season four with the wire, but no, Ted no. Lasso, uh, just just recent. Okay. But it's real good. I got to admit. It's way better than I thought it was going to be, and it keeps getting exponentially okay. better. Well, maybe I'll watch it if I catch COVID again. All right, let's go party. <laughs> let's grab a break when we get back. Uh, I think it's way too early to rank the NFL, so let's do that. It's ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Sports Animal. I take responsibility for um, how this game went tonight. I take responsibility for that. I'm going to learn from it, and I'm going to learn from it. We're going to be a better team from it. I believe that. Um, I truly believe that. You know, you take your deuce. You don't You don't sit there and look at it. You flush it and move on. We're going to flush it and move on. <laughs> what? I mean, that's like as far as analogies go, Jalen Hurts. That's some backwoodsy. Like, what part of Alabama is Jalen Hurts from? I don't know. The fecal filiac part? <laughs> yeah, right. Who just stares at poop? Oh, I get flushing it. <laughs> I get flushing it and moving on. Yeah. Take a deuce. You could have skipped the stare at it part. Do you have to report back to your proctologist? Why are you staring at poop? Did the dog eat your keys? So weird. (laughs) I love it, though. That, like, just catapulted into the upper echelon of post-game interviews. That is amazing. He he didn't do himself any favors, either. Because how is he going to top that now? What's he going to say next? Is he going to be like Clinton Portis level interview, like Ryan Fitzpatrick level interview? Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. What's a kid on the line? Jamal Williams. He has some money post game interviews. The Lions. You don't just stare at it. (laughs) Yes. Flush it down. Correct. The flush it. The flush it and move on. Yeah, we get that. Nice analogy. 
flushing and move on is how I'm going to resolve any conflict you and I have moving forward. Yeah. We end every conversation. Yeah, flush it and move it on. Last segment. It's been the varsity by I nine sports. Now it's time to flush it and move on. See you tomorrow. Most of our arguments are like, You're driving. <laughs> nah, dog, you are. Flush yeah. it and move on. Flush it and move on. It's the new forget about it. it yeah. <laughs> Just flush it and move on, bro. <laughs> don't sit don't stand there and stare at it. Call the program, Quan's Auto Care Hotline. We're looking for friends of the show, 505-246-0610. Text your boys. The way too early NFL rankings after three games, it's time to decide your Super Bowl champion, okay? Okay. You want to do like top five? Is that what you're feeling? Sure, we could do top five, bottom five. Yeah. And then? Everywhere else in the middle. And then a, and then a power bottom five. By the way, there's five unbeaten teams and five winless teams. Right, way to spoil my list here, Vitel. Oh, sorry. So, I think the Los Angeles Rams are the best team in football. Well, spoiler alert, so do I. Okay. They just beat the world champs. They look unstoppable. Quarterback is very good. Yeah. Yeah. Running game is surprisingly good. Yeah. With doesn't matter who they yeah. put in there. Text us on the Sports Animal text line 505-246-0610. Text me your apologies for all those nice things I said about Matthew Stafford before the season started. I think he's in the driver's seat for MVP, right? That's how I feel. I can't put the Raiders second because I think the AFC West is too difficult. That's correct. I can't put the Broncos second because I think the AFC West is too difficult. Okay. I can put the Arizona Cardinals second behind the Rams. Ooh. And I know that's counterintuitive. It's ballsy. But I think the NFC West, those two teams will come out and everyone else will be not just looking up, but like necks cranked back. Number two, I got the Buffalo Bills. They have a loss. They do have a loss. But the AFC East sucks. They got whatevered by the lowly Pittsburgh Steelers in week one. Oh, and they've, they've but shown the last colors. two weeks... The Buffalo Bills look like the cream of the AFC. So I got Buffalo in my two spot. I got one loss or not. Because my number three team also has a loss. So I think there's going to be a lot of losses across the league. I don't think any team except for Tampa Bay is going to go undefeated. So Tampa Bay is going to be completely undefeated except for the games that they lose. Right, but those won't count because they'll be undefeated. Right. So I think of the teams – like currently sitting at three and zero or two and one, I think Buffalo has the chance to have the most wins at the end of the day. I think like with who they have to play, yes, and how well they play, yes. But I don't think they're going to have so many wins. You're like, this is a world beater. I'm talking like twelve, thirteen wins. I don't think any team is going to be greater than like thirteen wins this year. So you have Buffalo three, but probably I got three currently, but like probably one overall. You got Buffalo on top of the Rams. At the end of in, the year. At your end of your projection. Yeah. No, I, we're doing way too early top five right now. Okay. Overreactive top five. So my overreactive top five would go Rams, Rams yeah. Cardinals, Raiders, Broncos, Panthers. Okay. My overreactive top five, Rams, Bills, Tampa Bay, still okay. number three. 
and then four, R-E-L-A-X, Green Bay Packers, and then five, Arizona. And then I got six Chiefs, honor, honorable mention, KC. You're being very generous, I think, to the Chiefs. Because even... The Chiefs are still the Chiefs. They lost to Lamar Jackson, Big Whoop. He's very good. The Ravens are going to be a playoff team. And they lost to the Chargers, Big Whoop. The Chargers are going to be a playoff team. If we're putting the fast start 3-0 and teams in our top five, if we're doing that, cool. Yeah. The 2-1 and conversation is the best conversation. Because, like, sitting at 2-1, and Bills, Bengals, Browns, Cowboys, Packers, Titans, Saints, Chargers, 49ers, Buccaneers, Ravens. Yeah. I didn't name the Chiefs. So, Raiders, while they did beat three very good teams. Sure. They deserve all the credit. I still don't have them in the top five. I do. Denver Broncos, undefeated. Their defense is playing fantastic. I don't even have the Broncos in the top ten. So I'm sorry if this hurts your feelings, Broncos fan, but the Broncos are 3-0 and against teams that their cumulative record is 0-9. I would, I would currently put, because of just like head-to-head matchup opportunities in the division, I put the Broncos ahead of the Chiefs. Like if you're like, Fred, what's the percent of making the Super Bowl? I'd be like, well, I don't know for certain, but I think the Broncos have, a, have like a higher chance. No, because with their schedule, the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Raiders all get to play the same teams that the Broncos are 3-0 and against. Right. And then now the Broncos have to start playing within their division, and they're going to take some L's. Same thing with the Panthers. Panthers are 3-0, and and I don't think they're as good, and now they're without Christian McCaffrey. So the, they don't need him. They haven't needed him in two years. Ouch. The Panthers. My fantasy team does. My fantasy team does that we co-manage because I have huge commitment issues. <laughs> Isn't that adorable, loyal listener? We're in a, a radio host fantasy league, and everyone has their own team, and me and Fred are co-owners of a team. <laughs> when we submitted it to J.J. Buck, who's the commissioner of the league, we are like, hey, put both of us on there. And he's like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> well, let me Google it for you. Let's do this up until the break. I know I said we were going to talk John Jones, but we'll we'll sneak that in where we sneak that in. So your I think your Raiders, while they are three and zero, while they did beat three good teams, you guys didn't bring is up a reach. the Cardinals. Not yet because we're going to break. But as soon as we get back, I got Cardinals in my five spot. Spoiler: Van's going to tell you who's got in his five spot when we get back. It's ABQ Central ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. All right, continuing the way too soon rankings. What do we got here, Vitalik? Like six, seven minutes? Got about, yeah. All right. Sweet. <laughs> Vital, you want to give us yours real quick? Oh, yeah. Who do you got, Vital? Vital, what's your, your way too early top five? And don't I got, the, say uh, the, I got the Rams, Tampa Bay, Green Bay. Of course you do. Uh, Carolina, and then uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh, okay, okay. Yours is a mix of my way too early rankings and Fred. Is way too snap judgment rankings. I just now realized that Green Bay is on a lake. I thought you were going to say on a two-game winning streak, but. I guess I never realized that. I thought it was like the middle of the state or something. 
Yeah. Oh, it's up there it's like by there, Lake right Michigan. There, right there on a lake. It's in the name of the city. Well, I made that connection after he said after Vital said Tampa Bay. I was like, oh, Green Bay. Like it's for it's water. In a bay. Yeah. Oh. It's the town isn't made out of cheese, Fred. Today I learned. <laughs> it's not Wonkaville. Everything's not edible cheese. Green Bay's kind of small. Yes. It's, it's freakishly. It's freakishly small for like having an NFL team. Well, it seems nice. I'm sure it's lovely. I heard they have the nicest chilies in Wisconsin. The Botanical Garden looks like it. Okay. Is there an airport in Green Bay? Yeah, there is. Yep. You know what we should do? It's right next to Lambeau. You know what we should do? But that's the only reason to fly into Green Bay. The airport is next to Lambeau? Well, everything's okay, well, next to Lambeau. It's like a little town. Yeah. <laughs> Vitaly, you. When's the last time you've been to a Packers game? Um, I'd have to say six, seven years ago. My brother and sister have season tickets. We, our families had them for about fifty, sixty years. Okay. Do you have access to those if we wanted to go? I could, but I have to check because I don't get along with both my brother and sister. Ooh. Okay. You want to put that out there right now, or what's up? City of Green Bay, one hundred and four thousand. Green Bay Metro three hundred twenty thousand. So it's grown since I've been there. We could do it this year if we organize the me Van and Vital go to Green Bay for a Packers game deal. I know me and Van would go. Sure. Are you in Vital? Or are you out for personal reasons? Wait, um, can you legally go to Wisconsin? Yeah. Excellent question. Yeah, I, I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm vetted. Are you guess? <laughs> is that a thing you think or a thing you know? No, I, I can. Is the mob that you're running from? Is that like Wisconsin mob or Chicago mob? Oh, that's that has Detroit, to do with Chicago. The Chicago mob yeah. you're running from. Oh, okay. Well, so not we running. I'm ru- I'm not running because everybody's dead. But uh, just what did you do? Leftovers. Uh, okay. Well, they got grandkids. They'll be looking for you. <laughs> Okay, so we can go to a Packers game as long as they're not playing the Bears. Yeah. Because that's a setup Vikings, for Vitale. fine. Okay, yeah, Vikings. Okay, I'm a little surprised by this. I want to hear the beef with your family. What's going on? Yeah, well, hey, what happened? You want us to just go up there and just... It's always about the bottom line, right? Like every, just... like everybody, money. All right, I'll tell you what, listener. Listener. I'll go, I'll go up there, and I'll just talk crap to your family and just tell them how big a bunch of losers they are. All right. This and make you go over harder. This is ridiculous. What? what I'm looking at. We can fly Frontier from Albuquerque to Green Bay for $168. They're giving it away. That is nothing. Yeah, that's is that round? Good. That's one way, huh? I would assume that's one way. It's round trip. So we can fly. It looks like it's Sundays only. So we'll have to pick a Monday night game. Okay. And then I guess Sunday and Tuesday? Sunday and Tuesday. This is ridiculous that we haven't already done this, knowing what we know now. Okay. All right, Vital, after the show, I know you have to produce True to the Game with Mike Trujillo, and you have an important dynamic on that show where you give tons of input and sports insight, but not tonight because we're planning this trip. (laughs) I'm very excited about this. Well, I have to see if I can get tickets. That may not be easy. You know what? Hey, let your boys make some calls. But also, it's Frontier, so you can't bring a bag, so pack light. Backpack I always only. pack light. Backpack only. And depending on when we go, it will be cold. 
Oh, yes. It's always. It's, it's cold It's already in the cold summer. there now. It, the name of the city is Green. What do you mean it's always cold? It's not Cold Bay. I love this plan that we just came up with on the air. This is very much a production uh, meeting that we did with the listener. Bummer. Yeah. Unless they flex, no more Monday games. You can't flex to Monday. You can only flex to Sunday night. So that would still work. Yeah, because I've been been waiting all day for Sunday night. Gosh, you anger me. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just Let's look. Let's see here. I will look at your hey, face. So Sunday night. My fist just clenched. Sunday, December 12th. Packers, Bears. The day before my birthday? There we go. Vital, will you take me to your hometown of Green Bay's Wisconsin for my birthday so I could stand out over the pier at Bay Beach and watch the the riptide come in. Is there – oh, wait, no, never mind. Can't do that. All right, we're doing this. Good first hour of football. Sweet. John Jones talking when we get back. Also, I want to talk about my Highlands experience, homecoming weekend up there in Las Vegas, New Mexico. It's ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Are you getting excited for, like, the fall, Van? No, I'm a summer guy. I'm not really a fan of cold weather. I'm too skinny. I'm too skinny for it. I've noticed you've been extra skinny lately, and I don't think it's because you're working out. I'm legitimately concerned about your health. No, it's because I'm working out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just healthy. To me, fall is kind of marked by homecoming. Okay. Homecoming to me is like, oh, cool, the fall is here. And it's homecoming week in New Mexico Highlands, and I recently became the new voice of New Mexico Highlands, which I'm very excited about. Congratulations. Thank you. So that that includes, like, volleyball, soccer, football, basketball, men and women, like, presumably in the fall, baseball and softball. And I have a passion for play-by-play that I don't talk about a lot on the radio because I don't want listener to think, I don't want friend of the show to think that I love sports. Ah, yes, of course. Because I don't. I don't. Oh, you like wrestling. Pro wrestling only. Not traditional wrestling. Okay. I don't like Kurt Angle before he became a WWE superstar. You don't. You're telling me. You're going to look me right dead in the eye. And you're going to tell me you don't like two muscly dudes right just lubed up in little tight shorts <laughs> oh my gosh you're talking about pro wrestling again <laughs> yeah yes i love pro wrestling but also the other kind of wrestling what is that <laughs> greco-roman <laughs> yeah there's rules here so homecoming festivities kicked off in new mexico highlands this past yesterday okay yeah i've never seen so many people out for a volleyball game Really? It was incredible. Oh, they're, we're there, they're there for you. They, well, you know that. to be fair. To be fair. Uh, to be fair. I do add a certain chutzpah. Chutzpah? Thank you. Yeah, to a certain je ne sais quoi? Yeah. To, to collegiate volleyball. I treat it like a pro wrestling event. Excellent. Like, I put it over like you wouldn't believe. With that said... I've been to, like, Isotopes games as a fan. I've been to United games as a fan. I called the very first high school basketball game here in the city after the restrictions were lifted where you could have, like, fans in attendance. The energy at, like, a collegiate 
like sporting event because I told you when we went to the Lobos earlier in the year we 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 were with the masses. Lobo fan didn't know how to behave. Lobo fan was not invested in the game. Lobo fan was not helping beat New Mexico State. But this was like fully submersive. Excellent job, New Mexico Highlands. And I'm excited to be a part of what they're doing up there. And in, in this, so the, anyways, this upcoming weekend is homecoming weekend. So on Saturday, I'm going to call soccer, or excuse me, on Friday, I'm going to call soccer, and then I'm going to call volleyball. So I'm out of the show on Friday. Forgot to mention that. We got to find someone. You're all the way out. Yeah. Uh. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's just not do the show Friday. <laughs> just, 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 just not do it. Call it. I'll tell you what. Let's get JJ Buck in here. I don't think that's how it works as far as programming goes. Nah, I'll just make him do it. <laughs> so, soccer, volleyball. And but then seriously, J.J. Buck's already doing it. Oh, is he doing it on Friday? Yeah. yeah. I thought we had Friday. We switched. When did that happen? Like he has no idea. Two hours ago. <laughs> that's not real. We were talking about other stuff. We're just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week. So, I had us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Yes, that was the original plan. <laughs> But they're like, this is too much talent in one week. We got to spread it out a little bit. Love that. Yeah. Football on Saturday, big homecoming game. Volleyball Saturday night. Soccer Sunday. What a weekend. And that's a sports weekend. So Man. I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm going to miss you, buddy. No, we'll still You're talk. just going to get an apartment up there, aren't you? Put yeah. down some roots. Yeah. He'll have his own dorm room. Vegas is a, a quirky city. Like, do they do some weird stuff for homecoming there? I think I'm going to end up being weird traditions. Nice town, though. I'll end up being the mayor. You think so? Yeah. Why not? All right. I'll start teaching you Spanish. For why? <laughs> Wait, did I say that wrong? Poor why? Yeah, that's better. It's Thank closer. Fifty percent closer. <laughs> we were doing our way too soon rankings. We kind of drug it out a little bit, but come back to it. Of the two and one boys van. Who do you got as as the prevailing talent outside of Buffalo? <clears throat> okay, well, Buffalo and Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I got them two and three out of the two and one team. I think Baltimore's in the mix. Sure. Yeah, I got Baltimore right outside my top five. Okay. Of the two and one teams, undefeated teams notwithstanding, Buffalo, number two on my list, Tampa Bay, three on my list, Green Bay, four on my list. So I think I got two and one teams ahead of a lot of undefeated teams. Would you say that Tennessee, New Orleans, and the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego County are pretending at two and one? Chargers are legit. Okay. Chargers will be in the playoffs. 49ers? Uh, I got the 49ers missing the playoffs. Pretending. Yeah. They'll be around 500, I think. They're going to win a lot of games. They're going to lose a lot of games, too. That, to me, is a 10 and 17. Just barely enough to miss. Yeah. Yeah. In a rough division, though. That Chargers team, I think, is 8-8. Eight and eight. Seriously? Well, I guess you can't be that anymore. 9-8? and 9-8. Yeah. and eight. I nah, think they're 11 win. Yeah. 11 or 12 win. wins. They're very good. That division's so good. Yeah, that division's cutthroat. Broncos' defense looks super strong. They haven't played anybody, but their defense looks super strong. The Raiders are just like... Okay. You know, in on paper, they we, beat they beat the three best teams. They had a harder start than any other team in the NFL and they got three wins out of it. We often use and by we I mean the proverbial we of sports talk radio, the biggest names you've ever heard and the newest comers you've ever heard. Sure. We always say, They haven't played anybody. 
Mm-hmm. But here's the truth. You can only play who's in front of you. And the guys they have played, the Jets, they put a stomping on. Yeah. Yeah. Like Shut them out. From the guys they've had. Talking they, about the Broncos. Yeah. yeah. The Broncos did it the way they're supposed to do it against the teams they're against. Yeah. They won the game. Not just one. They, they pitched, pitched a shutout. Yes. Yeah. Of the one and two teams that remain, you need me to run them all for you? I'll do it real quick. Hit me. Atlanta, Chicago, KC, Miami, Minnesota, New England, Philly, Pittsburgh, Seattle, Washington, Houston. Which one of those is the one that comes out? Which one of those is the one that recovers from I mean, sub-500? Besides Kansas besides City. Besides Kansas City. Thank you. Well, Seattle. Seattle's very good. I think the West is hard. They're a good team. They'll, they'll, I mean, the cream will rise. I think the Rams are either the best or second best team in the NFL. Time will tell. And I think the Cardinals are the second best team in that division. And then I have Seattle ahead of San Francisco. And this weekend you got the Rams and Cardinals playing each other. Yep. I mean, the Chiefs are obviously the Kansas City Chiefs. They're so good. They're so talented. If they go into the playoffs healthy, they'll do all the damage they need to do. Mm-hmm. So it's just a fluky start. They're not having a down year. They're not done. Their run isn't over. Grow up. They're still very talented. Seattle Seahawks still have Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, I mean, he was just off. I watched a lot of that game, and he was just off. Josh Gordon to the Chiefs is the big one to me. That's nuts. That's nuts. Um. Yeah, I'm with you, obviously, on the Chiefs. No more conversation has to be had on that. I'm with you on Seattle, I think, but I just think the West is hard. I think it's the Minnesota Vikings. You think the Vikings are better than a sub-500 team? Also, I mean, the Bears are in that division. <clears throat> they domi- Bears are they, bad. Oof, the they Lions. dominated a super strong Seattle team without the best player. They, they, were, they ran it down Seattle's throat without Dalvin Cook. I can tell you today that Chicago worked out two quarterbacks because I read the headline, and then I looked at the names of them, and I said no reason to even remember. A Dalton and Foles again? No, it's I'll pull it up for you. I'll get it right now. Oh, oh, you two worked out two new quarterbacks. Yeah, they worked out Ryan Willis and Peyton Ramsey. Who are these guys? Ramsey's a Miami guy, right? I think, I think you're right. Ramsey's wasn't no dancing at the party. What is that? Yeah, what is that? Nacho, it's a Nacho Libre reference. Yeah, I've never even for one second seen that. Ooh, you should. Vital, you seen Nacho Libre? Yes, I have. Funny I'm a big movie. Nacho Libre dork. I love it. It's a funny movie. It, it to me that does not sound funny from the way you just described it. For okay, you need to watch it. I'm not. I'm no Jack Black. Um, I know when you so, like something because you put passion into describing it, and you put zero effort into describing Nacho Libre. Therefore, I know it's not good to, to you. <laughs> I would totally describe it way better to someone else than you. There's one hour and 50 minutes left of this program. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about the Vikings right now. If I said go on about the wire, you would fill that diatribe without a wasted breath. I would only do 15 minutes on the wire. I ask you to talk about (laughs) Nacho Libre. It's not about you. It's about the listener, Fred. The friend of the show wants your hot take on this movie that came out 15 years ago. That's not what a hot take means. Minnesota Vikings. I think Lizzo was right. Okay. Why are you so high on the Vikings? The North sucks. Detroit sucks. The Bears suck. The Bears were historically bad this past week. Fun fact, Vital. Justin Turner's record-breaking 66-yard kick 
was 19 yards longer than the Chicago Bears' total offense in four oh. quarters. That is real. That's a very good stat. Wow. That is real. The Vikings, which handled Seattle this past weekend, dominated. They have two losses at a combined four points. Like, they're not a, that's not a sleepy team. And I think they can beat the Browns. Not only do I think they can beat the Browns, I think they can do it easily. They can beat the Lions. They can beat the Panthers. The Cowboys, I think, are a tough one. So if you end up having a 4-2 and two Minnesota Vikings against a whatever Cowboys, that to me is going to be your strongest indicator. And then it gets then it's a little rough from there. Then it's Ravens, Chargers, Packers. Loss, loss, loss. 49ers. Yeah. But then you come back down to earth, Lions, Steelers, Bears, not the Rams. In division against the Packers, which is always winnable, yeah. always winnable. Yeah, they give – the Packers fits every year. In the season with the Bears, are you looking at maybe like a 12-win team? Maybe. Maybe. I I, I said they're going to be a 500 team. 500 teams don't exist anymore because of the 17-game system. Right. Season. 8-9, eight, 9-8. Nine, nine, eight. I could easily see that for the Vikings. Upsetting a lot of people. Ruining a lot of teams' playoff hopes. I mean, that's who I see the Vikings being. 9 on the low end, 12 on the high end. Well, that's a pretty big spread. That's how I feel. Yeah. Because I think I, if they're it, if four it, points from undefeated. If Yeah, like you said, if it's a close game every week, if it's within zero and three points every single week. They lose. <clears throat> not necessarily. But I'm saying is a game that close, that's, that's one bounce. That's one hand inside the running back's cradle, pokes out a ball. Like that's, yeah, one good bounce away. One good bounce away from being undefeated. One good bounce away from not having a win. Major League Baseball talk when we get back from the break. ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. You want a quick hitter on this John Jones thing, or you want to jump straight into MLB? Dealer's choice. All right, quick hitter. John Jones, who was arrested in Henderson County, what, Friday? Is that when it was? Friday? Friday morning? Sure. Okay. Uh, so the police department puts out whatever their statement. Are you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Quote. I didn't even need to clear my throat. That's just like a mechanism I do. That's weird. Are you ready now? Jones was apprehended by police on the Las Vegas Strip just before 6 a.m. Friday when he was taken into custody. The report states that Jones, quote, became irate and smashed his head onto the front hood, unquote, of the police vehicle causing a medium-sized dent and paint chipping. That led to the felony charges of injury and tampering to a vehicle. So he wanted to pick a fight with them? I guess. Uh, the woman he was with, who was not identified, uh, told police that Jones was aggressive but did not hit her. He allegedly grabbed the back of her hair to prevent her from leaving a hotel room. But she had a swollen lower lip and a red mark on her upper right cheek. Blood on her sweater. Mom's spaghetti. Um, it was his his wife, his fiance that he's got kids with. I'm just saying, it wasn't named. Are we assuming that? Do we know that? I didn't she, see that yeah. officially. Well, there's a new report from like oh, okay. three hours ago. It was baby mama. Who who and, checks and sports every three hours, Van? She said that he left right before midnight and came back later. That makes sense. And he was upset. 
and they were arguing about the tension in between them. And then they started arguing about arguing. And he grabbed her hair so she wouldn't leave. Now that I don't know how the lip got like that. She didn't admit the lip stuff or the bruise stuff or the blood on the sweater. Mom spaghetti. I cannot at all be like, hey, it's okay to ever physically like inhibit anyone or harm anyone. Like I'm I'm not a fan of that. But I'll argue with you over arguing. I don't have a problem with that. That seems fair. She's not going to say anything. She's going to take the stand, and he's going to get away with this again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be nothing. This is going to end up being nothing. Is this the... Congratulations again, John Jones. Is the master better making... Is is there take? Are they taking bets on it? There yet? has to be. It's in vain. I would bet on he gets off scot-free. He pays a fine for the damage to the vehicle. They cuffed him, and he was, like, giving the cops a hard time getting a, putting the cuffs on. And then, like, he stopped resisting. He's like, I could totally get out of these cuffs right now. I just rip out of them. And he's like, dude, we're going to tase you. And he's like, sorry. <laughs> Is that real? Yes. I'm a fan of entertaining. said, quote, he would like to take us all on and see what we could do. The answer is nothing. Yeah, get tased and then subsequently shot. That's what would happen. If you don't, The cops are going to just like, all right, taking you out them cuffs. Come on, let's see what you can do against eight of us. No, they're just going to tase them and shoot them. Can you, can you like, foresee that, like, in an action movie, like, as they're uncuffing, there's, like, the one guy, like, rolling up his sleeves? Oh, of course. And you're like, why? You don't have sleeves on. That's a short sleeve yes. shirt. Quit pretending to roll up your sleeves. It's a short sleeve shirt. Is this greaser socha's? Are you taking cigarettes out of your rolled up short sleeves? <laughs> Are you cracking your knuckles? That does not help you fight. Yeah. You don't need to crack your knuckles. Are you doing the Bane thing where you pop your neck, but you don't really even know if it helps you, like, like strategically? You don't need to run your fingers through your hair in slow motion. Why? You have gel in it. Why are you snapping in unison with the friends next to you? You, f Look, we all know Ricky can't whistle. Yeah. Quit trying to get him to whistle. Did you actually just draw a line in the sand with your foot? This is concrete. You can't draw a line in concrete. The best guys in the world at fighting can't fight this guy. <laughs> and there's eight of you, and it doesn't matter. No. And stop snapping. And also, it's not a movie. Like, I reckon, like, you're not going to just square off against John Jones one-on-one, -on -one, regardless of what lives matter, and be like, I got this. Like, no. No. Nah. You will lose. Go poorly. That's why they have guns. He beat up a car. <laughs> John Jones is still undefeated. Yeah. Against everyone except for John Jones. And he's and like, John Jones is now 4-0 and against John Jones. Yeah, and JJ's like, hey, I got, guys, I got the deductible. He's beat every fighter he's gone up against and a cop car. <laughs> he's like the bonus level in Street Fighter. He just beat up the car. He's like RoboCop. RoboCop was undefeated against every criminal except for Stairs. Yeah, he struggled. Yeah, that's bad. Zombies can't go upstairs either. It takes a lot of coordination for... Depends on which zombie universe. Yeah, the one that I find valid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking Romero zombies. Like, By the way, Vital, join us October 30th at the Lobo Theaters. We're doing the double feature. Mm. We're doing Night of the Living Dead at 8 o'clock. And then immediately following that, we're doing Rocky Horror Picture Show. 
I used to go to those when I was in high well, school. Well, you can go now with us because uh, if I mean, if the friend of the show isn't familiar, we own a little production company. Yeah. And we're putting on Night of the Living Dead at the Lowa Theater on October the 30th. RHPSABQ.com for ticks. Come hang out with your boys on Halloween's Eve. That doesn't make sense. Halloween means the Eve of the Hollow. Yeah. And the audience is a even... You could just say Halloween Eve because until you explained it, I don't think a lot of people knew that. And the audience is probably a better, better, you know, to to watch than the whole thing. Well, yeah, it's Production. not ju- it's not just the movie. There's going to be participate. a full cast. Yeah, we have yeah. a full cast of interactive film, everything, and like I actually like I could pull it up and check, but like tickets are kind of going super fast. So I'm going to tell you like not to wait, and that's usually like a buzz thing. Yeah, but low key, like people are pumped for it. Like they want to come. So, so don't just yeah, we're not just sports. We're also weird stuff. All right, Major League Baseball playoffs. Also, John Jones will uh, get in trouble again in a couple weeks, and it'll be perfectly fine. As long as he just keeps doing these like really small crimes just to stay relevant in the news and keep us people like us talking about him. Not making light of domestic violence if that's what happened. Me and you. She said that's not what happened. If you give a people's elbow to a cop car, like you're in trouble for a long time. Oh yeah, me or you? You yeah, me or you? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And like we just have to walk across the street. To I'm the in trouble with the hospital because I don't survive that headbutt. Right. Because I'm I'm in trouble with the law and with the hospital because I can't pay those bills right now because of all the the damage I would have done to my brain. And that's skull. assault. That's assault on a squad car. That's <laughs> assault on myself. <laughs> that too. I would sue myself for a million dollars. And what like? How how do you even win against an inanimate object? He did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I don't know. The cop car is still drivable. I don't know if it's a win. We don't know that. It's probably a draw. Also, how do you like look at it? If you're John Jones, you're like, I'm so mad right now. Oh, my God, a hood of a car. <laughs> like, what is that? What is your, and I'm not, obviously not the sharpest tool in the shed, Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. But like. To think, I'm going to beat up a car. I think what I know, I mean, I'm not the biggest UFC guy. No, same. But from what I know from John Jones' skill set, he will eventually beat a car. <laughs> he he came out strong. They stopped him in his tracks. I mean, the, the cops intervened. I think if John Jones had five rounds with a, a cop car, he would win. <laughs> Today I learned. Yeah. Good for John Jones, though, being able to just skate underneath the long arm of the law again. No one's got reach long enough to box with John Jones. That's, he's, he has a very long reach. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's why his brothers are linemen. They got them long arms. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Both of his brothers play in NFL. Yeah. Currently? Yeah. I thought it was them. just Chan- Chandler. There's someone else. Chandler Jones is his brother? Actually, I knew that. Like I'm acting like I didn't know that because like I had forgotten, but I was aware of that. Here's all right, my last thought on it. After you get like if I were to get in trouble, okay, you know when you narrowly miss a car accident and then like you're kind of antsy to drive for a little bit? Like your legs feel weak on the brakes or whatever, or like you're constantly checking your rear view mirrors or whatever. Like I think like if I got in trouble with the authorities, which I never have, I would be like I'd be wearing my good boy shoes for a while. Like John Jones never puts on his good boy shoes. 
Uh, older brother Arthur retired after 2017 season. My bad. Only one's playing right now. And 2017's a long time ago. Here's my vibe. Okay. Stop screwing up. That's it. That's literally my vibe. Oh, okay. What are you leaving a hotel room in Las Vegas post-midnight for? Fun. Are you not... You left your date. He's not in downtown Cleveland. He's in Las Vegas. You dance. It doesn't matter what time of the day it is. Dance with the girl you brought is what I'm saying. Well, she's watching the kids while he goes out and gets loose. Oh, you ain't got you ain't got dollars for a nanner? You just, oh, yeah. Yeah. He got all the dollars. You just put a nanner in there. Take a, kids play with a banana? Take a break. <laughs> Major League Baseball standings. Where we get back, oh, the phone lines are lighting up. We'll take callers, and then after that, Major League Baseball standings. Got it. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, friend of the show, Tommy. Tommy, welcome to the program. Hey, guys. Tom the Truth back at you. want to talk to you about a few points. Oh, I'm ready. Happy with the Cow- Cowboy win, but I'm not going to overdo it like a lot of Cowboy fans. We beat a bad team, a bad Eagles team. But that's what you do to bad teams. They play Carolina. That's a big test. I do. I did have them losing this game before the season began because I picked them 11 and six. This is the one I thought they would lose. And Carolina has a much better defense than I thought. <laughs> They're a much better team than I thought they would be. And I, I don't think McCaffrey's playing. That's going to be a huge loss if they don't play. But to me, this is the best team they played all year. This will tell me a lot about my Cowboy team. Can they be the team? You know, that's over 500. Uh, they, you know, almost beat Tampa Bay, beat San Diego. San Diego beat Kansas City. Then they beat the lousy Eagles team. But this this next game is going to tell me a lot about them. Um, did so one of you just mention something about wrestling? I mean, only every day, all day, yes. Big fan of wrestling. You guys know I'm, I'm actually auditioning to be a wrestling manager for the WWE. There you go. Um, what do you think about Eva Marie? I mean, she's the total package. She's... She kills on the microphone. She's athletic in the ring. She looks the part. You could put her on programs that aren't just straight professional wrestling. I'd say she's five stars. Yeah, I remember watching her years back, and she went through a lot of substance abuse and alcoholism, and she was gone for a don't while. We, don't we all? And she came, she came back stronger than ever. She's she's clean and sober. So you just got to give her a lot of credit for that. My favorite female wrestler is actually Sasha Banks. World of time. I think she's amazing. She's transcending wrestling now. She's on Mandalorian. But um, how far back do you go to watching wrestling? How far? Uh, fandom for 30 years. Knowledge, uh, maybe the entire history of it. Right. I go back to Ric Flair, Harley Race. Yeah, Harley Walker Race from McDaniel. St. Louis. Do you remember the Von Erich family? Tragic, tragic family, but the Von Erichs. Yeah, I mean, all dead. Like every single yeah. one of them. <laughs> There's only one. The, the barefooted, uh, barefooted Kevin Von Erich is the only one left alive. He's the only one still around there. The whole family was full of tragedy. Great wrestlers, but I think the dad, Rich, kind of pushed them too much. No. And it kind of kind of drove them over the edge. Untimely end, man, yeah. that you don't know for all the Von Erichs, uh substance and violence and uh, they really lived the well, gimmick, Van. Oh, I was just gonna take this one off. You <laughs> did you did you say something to me? I I didn't. I wasn't pro, listening. Pro wrestling talk. Oh, pro wrestling stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Well, the the weird thing with Kevin, he was the bigger one, the steroid guy. He did take steroids. That he got in a motorcycle accident. He lost his foot, 
and people didn't know he was wrestling with a fake foot in his boot, and he was never the same after that mentally, and that's why he ended up committing suicide. They didn't know about that. Well, he used to have one leg up. Yeah. They said, you will never wrestle again, and he said, no, I'm putting my foot down right here. They said, said, you'll you'll never step in a ring again. He said, actually. Oh, my God. You guys are horrible. But, yeah, I love you guys because you guys, what I call you guys is the offbeat sports show, off the beaten path sports show. You guys do things a little different. And I admit, when I first started listening to you, I didn't know what was going on with the da-da-da-da-da. But then I just, you guys grew on me after time. And you guys are like the offbeat sports show. You, You don't take it too serious. Well, it's sports. It's sports. Can't take it too serious. Yeah, no, it's, inter- it's, inter- it's entertainment. I'm a serious guy. I admit it. I like the serious stuff. I'm a stat guy, numbers guy. But it's nice to hear you guys just kind of like just say, what the hell, just let it go. And I like the night show, too, because he's kind of like over the edge. We oh, got a lot to talk what. tonight, me and Mr. Hill. Mike Trujillo, he does, he does such an excellent job on on his program, True to the Game, which is uh, live 7 to 10 tonight, right? Yeah, 7 right 10 after 10. us. Yeah, so immediately yeah, following us. Vital uh, is Trujillo tonight. in and, uh, studio. Uh, guys are doing a great job. Love the show. And uh, thank you again for letting me share the Midnight Screening movie on your Facebook. Uh, that means no problem, a lot. i got to get a lot of eyes on that. So I, I watched the trailer. Oh. It, it looks great. And obviously, when the opportunity comes, uh, maybe we'll do a little. Van, you and I want to do a viewing party. Thank you, Tommy. Van, you and I want to do a viewing party for that. Is that our plan? Well, I don't see why not. Yeah, we'll just sit down and watch that together. Have a, It's like, I think it's a comedy, but it might be a horror. It could be a thriller. It could be a horror comedy thriller. And I'm not sure, but I think Tommy is either the lead villain or the lead hero. But the trailer is so, like, ambiguous okay. that I'm not certain. Sweet. I am certain about this Major League Baseball playoff race, okay? If the season ended today, which is my favorite sentence when talking about this. Stuff. Okay. You could say it any time of the season. Right now it's more relevant due to the number of games left. Yeah. We're going to start NL because it's a little more clear over there. Less the Giants and the Dodgers, but the Giants are currently at a two-game lead. Up two. That's right. So Giants in the one seed, the fledgling Brewers who are about to lose to the St. Louis Cardinals in the two seed, the Atlanta Braves in the three seed, Van. Cool? Just hobbling yeah. into the playoffs. See, whoever comes out of Milwaukee and Atlanta, be prepared to lose in the NLCS. It's it's hard to see the Giants not closing it out now. Vital hates this. Vital's <laughs> like, what? Yeah, we'll let him get his chance. It's hard to see the Giants not closing it out now that they're two games up, and they got Diamondbacks and they got the Padres who have just taken the month off. They don't pretty care. much. They don't care anymore. And what what are the are, what are the Braves up two and a half over the Phillies? Yeah, two and a half. And yeah. I think on Saturday I said I think the Phillies got a shot. Well, it's only been two days, and I've changed my mind. Tends to swing that fast. It usually well when there's what there's six games left, five games, six games, six six for six most or teams. Seven. So the car, the Dodgers will be in fourth. They'll be the they'll be the second wild card. No, in the first wild card. Yeah, the Dodgers will. Yeah, and then the St. Louis Cardinals, the hotter than the sun itself, will be the fifth and final playoff team in the National League, where they will face off against the Dodgers. Hold on, Max Scherzer and the Dodgers. Yeah, it, it sounds worse when you say it like that, Vital. It's exciting for the Dodgers to get a chance to see Max Scherzer one last time before their season ends as the Cardinals will triumph over them Ooh. to face the Giants. 
heterochromatic, cold-blooded serial killer Max Scherzer and the Dodgers. That's such a good nickname. (laughs) It's a little long. It's a little long in the tooth. So if the Cardinals win tonight against the Brewers, let me rephrase that. I'm sorry I tripped over my words. When the Cardinals win tonight against the Brewers, it's over. They got the wild card. It's done. They've won 17 in a row at that point. But you keep going, right? You don't just cash it in because you have a chance to win all the games in a row. 100%. You want to set the record, right? Can't. Is there enough left? Six left. And what do they have, 16? So that's 22. Yeah. What's the record, 25? 20 on the dot. 20. No. 20 yes, on the 20. dot. Who did that? Oakland Athletics. No, wasn't there one a couple years the ago? Movie Moneyball. No, there's no, there's been one since then. Not that long. I think you're probably right. Twenty six games in a row by the New York Giants in nineteen sixteen. Don't count. And then twenty two in a row by the Cleveland Indians in twenty seventeen. Oh, did that happen? That's I'm telling you, you were wrong. I'm not, I wasn't saying it like you're wrong or an idiot. I was saying it like you're wrong. Let me prove it. Oh, whoopsie. which is the way most conversations should be had. Whoopsie. Are you sure it was twenty two in a row? There were no losses anywhere in there. The longest American League winning streak is 22 by the 2017 Cleveland Indians. I forgot about that one. I legit forgot about that. Oh, my gosh, guys. That was literally during the most depressive year of my entire life, and I still remember it. What were you guys doing? Drugs? No, watching No one said no. Watching. um... I'm going to have to contact my lawyer on this one. (laughs) Don't hit your head on the uh, car. Hey, friends of the show, you know what you just realized? All of Van's baseball knowledge comes from Hollywood blockbuster movies starring Brad Pitt. That's what you just learned. If you're looking for validity in your sports talk personality, you can Let can't. Fred Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew before I Googled it. I legit forgot about Cleveland's winning streak. Well, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. A lot of people forget about Cleveland. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Their river caught on fire. Twice. So impressive. <laughs> American League playoff standings and possibilities after this. ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Animal. Colton Wong leads off for the Brewers. Two pitch at bat where he flies out safely to right center. First pitch swinging Escobar off Wainwright. Up the middle ground out to second. And Wainwright gets Christian Elich on six pitches. Christian Yelich to ground out to second. One, two, three. The Brewers go down in the first, and the St. Louis Cardinals are well on their way to 17 undefeated games in a row. Congratulations to them on their soon-to-be World Series bid. <laughs> Not yet. Oh, I say Wainwright headed into the postseason is one of the better pitchers. So Yes. You could say that every year for the last 15 years. Is it only 15? It seems longer. Oh, it does. Four was his first year. Wow. 17 friggin' seasons, all with Yachty. I guess that doesn't count because Yachty's first year was 04. So Wainwright's first year, he was a closer in 06 because he won the World Series. That's right. So 06 would have been his first year. Okay. If the playoffs started today, Tampa Bay is sitting in your number one seed in the AL. Your Houston Astros, which have just with no opposition walking into the playoffs. They're not hot. They're just playing okay. They're insanely lukewarm. They're in trouble against the White Sox. They're, everyone's in trouble against the White Sox. The White Sox are healthy now. Watch the frig out. And we would have what I 
would deem to be even over the Cardinals and Dodgers the best. But also the White Sox are five and five over their last ten, the exact same as the Astros. Yeah, but they've plus been they a, got Larusa. Okay, for, yeah. are, you mean plus as in a positive? They have Larusa. He's going to mess up something. He's going to do something stupid. Why are you guys trying to anger me? He's going to overmanage and do something <laughs> stupid. Tony Larusa. Yes, Tony Larusa. I don't understand. It doesn't matter what decade it is. He win, 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 no matter what. The best wild card matchup that could possibly happen is the Boston Red Sox versus the New York Yankees in Yankee Stadium. It's not even close. That's must see TV. And it would that's either what, go ahead. Yankees Yankees Red Sox wild card to get into the playoffs in either stadium. Yes, is must see TV in Yankee Stadium. So October the Yankees have the hardest road to the playoffs though. They got three against Toronto, who are fighting their way in. Right. And then three against Tampa Bay, who's not just going to rest all their dudes. Tampa Bay knows they're going to try to stay hot to get into the playoffs. How about Seattle, only a game and a half behind? How about New York just took three in a row against the Red Sox? Guys, I'm telling you, AL baseball is the hotness. Baseball period, baby. This is the best time of the year. The last week before the playoffs in the MLB playoffs, there's nothing like it. You can make a very valid argument. You can make your case very strongly for playoff hockey, but you would be wrong. MLB playoffs, the road to the World Series, is the best in all of sports. Tommy Edmonds singles to right center, and the Cardinals are about to hit for an hour. The Astros are, uh, lead the White Sox by two and a half games for home field advantage in the ALDS. Uh, Houston also owns the tiebreaker van. So your boys are set. We're set. We're good. You're right on your Yankees analysis, the top AL wildcard spot. The Red Sox right behind them, although recognizing that the Yankees still have to play Toronto. With the Mariners a game and a half back, I just think the baseball gods will line up perfectly. Oh, of course they will. If there's any justice in the world. And – I'm a fan of Toronto. Six six straight for the Yankees. I love Toronto's young core. They're going to be good for a long time. But if baseball is in a position to have Yankees-Red Sox yeah. to get into the playoffs, mm-hmm. I am not turning my head for a single pitch. What is October 5th? Is that a Tuesday? So next yeah. Tuesday, one week from yeah. today, you could have Red Sox at Yankees in primetime baseball. Then That's East Coast. And then the following night, you could have – the biggest baseball team in the Midwest versus the biggest baseball team on the West Coast. Major League Baseball will not screw that up. No. I don't think it changes from here. Seattle's got five games left to make up a game and a half. They demolished the Athletics yesterday. They got two more against the A's and then three against the Angels. Sure, they have postseason they odds. Just as good a chance as anybody else. No, they have a slightly better than 1% chance. 1%? That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, I will never, ever once in my life believe your math. You ever seen Dumb and Dumber? 1%? So you're saying there's a chance. There is a chance. The top one-tenth of 1% of baseball teams. One hour of sports talk left. We're going to give it to you. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Paul Goldschmidt shows that he is human. Takes Brandon Woodruff for seven pitches and flies out at the warning track. 
And then Tyler O'Neill, who all he does is hits bombs, also flies out to the warning track. Runner on, bottom of the first. That boy, Nolan Arenado, up to bat. Speaking of hitting bombs, Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, my gosh. Advance to the next round of the long drive world championships. You don't say. Yep. Is Mike Trout not in that? Should be. He's got the bum knee. Okay, you ready for the NBA's vaccination policy? Hit me. So, the NBA's vaccination policy is you don't have to, okay? That's pretty easy. Yeah, sure. Here's the thing, though. If where you're at, like legally you have to. Okay. So let's say like California, right? So let's say it's California and California's like, well, to be in a building in California, you have to. The whole state of California, the whole city of New York, and the city of Toronto, you cannot enter the stadiums that they play basketball unless you are vaccinated. Um, so get vaccinated. It just seems so easy. It seems like it's a no-brainer. So, I mean, there's just three big names. I guess two big names and Andrew Wiggins. Kyrie. <laughs> so rude. Kyrie Irving and Bradley Beal have both been vocal about what not, are you doing, not Brad? Want, not wanting to get poked. LeBron James says last night when talking to the Mannings, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm vaccinated. Well, you know who else is? 90% of the NBA. 90% of the guys are vaccinated. Right. Now, there are separate protocols for vaccinated and unvaccinated. Did you see that? Yes, All right. of course. It's They make it so much harder on the unvaccinated. You get, like, a contract contact tracing and you're unvaccinated? Like, you out. Like, you got to get multiple negative tests. Like, you got to miss games. Like, you heard in the boys. Testing on all days involving practice and travel and multiple tests on game day. Unvaccinated players are expected to maintain social distance, must enter quarantine if they are deemed at close contact with someone who tests positive for the virus. Even if unvaccinated players don't get sick from COVID-19, just being subject to the contact tracing, quarantines, quarantines, that puts the boys in a tough way. 100%. Just the contact tracing, just all the hoops you got to jump through make it hard on your team. You, you you also know what else is hard on your team? You not being able to play in your own stadium in New York City. Christian Yelich makes the catch of the year in left center as Nolan Arenado tries to hit a Texas leaguer, but he lays full out and catches it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of distance between the ball and the ground was the amount of distance between Christian Yelich's eyes. Very little. Look, Kyrie, Bradley. Andrew, once LeBron James did it and made a public statement about it, that's when you got to give in, right? It's the king. If the king does it, 
you follow suit. Kiss the ring, get your poke, go play basketball. That's your reasoning, though, because someone else jumped off a bridge? The reasoning should be... No. Oh, go ahead. Because the bridge jumped off of a bridge. Yeah. There is Ron no. James is bigger than basketball. 90% of the players are vaccinated, but that 10%, and not even that 10%, it's just like the vocal minority yeah. of those three dudes, Irving, Beal, and Wiggins. And Wiggins, he tried to skirt around the whole thing because he plays in San Francisco. Yeah. And San Francisco says, you cannot be indoors, period. At sporting events if you're over 12 12 years of age. I'd have to check Wiggins' birth certificate, but I believe he's over 12 years of age. The NBA shot down his religious exemption, which there's only like three religions that don't believe in vaccinations, and they're all kooky as you can get. Well, to be fair. (laughs) To be fair. To be fair. I think the one that you don't believe in all seem kooky. Sure. Yeah. Right. And if you and if you believe in that, if you're a Jainist, a J, what? A J-A-I-N Jainist. What is that? Jainists are complete uh, anti-violence against any Same. living any living being. Okay, I'm not even including microorganisms. What? So they will not get vaccines because it kills microorganisms. So I, I'm assuming. Andrew Wiggins tried to pick that one. That can't be real. It's very real. Microorganisms aren't alive. Jainism. J-A-I-N. Jainism. My definition of alive. It's not alive to reasonable people. <laughs> Are vegetables alive? Like in their scenario? Yeah, I don't know. Because you got to eat vegetables at minimum to even be alive. From the texter. Nacho Libre is arguably the greatest comedy movie of all time. No. You have no perspective on that, Fred. You would not know. But, hey, that's a good one. You should watch it with the lady friend. You get a lot of giggles out of that one. We're currently working our way through Ted Lasso. Liar. I know. (laughs) You should start. Garcia facing off against Wainwright. Updates to come after Wainwright strikes him out. 505-246-0610. Touch base with us on the Quan's Auto Care text line. The sports animal text line. Mm-hmm. Quan's Auto Care can have both for now. I don't care. <laughs> thumbs up or thumbs down on Ted Lasso? No one, is watching. No one subscribes to Apple TV. People are going on Apple TV just to watch Ted Lasso. I have Apple It TV. won every Emmy. Do you use my login? Is that how you watch it? No. Okay. I might need it sometime, though. Rolling Stone, which, by the way, is where I go for my NBA news. Okay. (laughs) They had an interview with Kyrie Irving, and he says he's concerned that there's microchips in the vaccine. While he was texting from his smartphone. He literally said that. And as I called it, down swinging. That boy, Adam Wainwright, with a straight-up K. God, this Cardinals team is so good. Garcia is not. Kyrie Irving is concerned about secret societies placing microchips in vaccines. In a plot to connect, this is an actual quote, 
implementing, quote, implementing vaccines in a plot to connect black people to a master computer for, quote, a plan of Satan. God, he's good at basketball, though. (laughs) He's also a flat earther. Let's not gloss over the fact that the leader of the NBA's anti-vax movement thinks the earth is flat. And look, loyal listener, I love conspiracy theories more than anyone you know. I know all of them. I believe a small handful of them. But you know how I know the earth isn't flat? Photographic evidence. I've seen it. There's a dude that left the planet, came back. Took Wait, he took pictures of he, the planet. He took pictures, and then he came back, and they said, hey, what shape is it? And he said, round. And they said, End of story. Cool. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all the data you need. Daniel Vogelbach's eye black goes from his inner nostril all the way outside his cheekbone and almost touches his earlobe. It is too extreme. It is too much eye black. Is it eye black or is it cheek white? He I'm looks, not sure which one. He is. looks like he started to do makeup if he was in a Kiss impersonation band and then stopped. He had something to do. Like there was a fire alarm and he had to leave putting on his kiss makeup. Also against <laughs> also against the shift, Daniel Vogelbach breaks up Adam Wainwright's no hitter in the second. Aww. So the Brewers have one on and Cardinals fans' palms become sweatier than Eminem. <sighs> Would you like me to continue more with how Kyrie Irving is an idiot? Let sure. Help. The CDC, you familiar with this? Oh, the Center for Disease Control? Yes. Uh. And not just control, but prevention. Ooh. They address the theory of microchips and COVID-19 and say, quote, vaccines are developed to fight against disease and are not administered to track your movement. Vaccines work by stimulating your immune system, produce antibodies exactly like they would if you exposed to the disease. I wonder where Kyrie got this misinformation about microchips in a vaccine. Could it possibly be in his smartphone that is full of microchips and is an actual tracking device? Also, Kyrie Irving would be happy to know that if you're attending a basketball game at Brooklyn's Barclays Center, if you are sitting within 15 feet of the court, so that's like what, front, first, second, third row? Sure. Fourth row, fifth row, let's call it the fifth row. All the way up to the fifth row. It's you, the Jack Nicholson Spike Lee area. Ah, yeah. Michael Rappaport. You have to be completely vaccinated. So you can get in if you're just one shot? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought it was fully vaccinated. So that's California. Okay. Yeah, so the New York one is one is started the process. The California one is And then there's got to be an end date where it's fully vaccinated, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At Staples Center, fans are required to show proof of full vaccination. Or negative COVID tests within, like, three days prior. Masks are required for everyone, regardless. Kyrie Irving above the game. Boston Celtics center Enos Cantor said, If a guy's not getting vaccinated because of his religion, 
I feel like we are in a time where the religion and science has to go together. Oh, my goodness. How logical and reasonable. <sighs> Which Kardashian is he married to? I'm not sure. I don't think I don't think I can take his value on this. And again, here on the program, we're not medical professionals. We don't know anything except for the common sense of it. Let's go to break. Common sense has prevailed for Shaquille O'Neal. We'll tell you what that is. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Luis Arias doubles to right center. But Vogelbach is too slow to go first to third, so he ends up standing on first. Vogelbach on second. Peterson then grounds to the shortstop for the force out. FC at second. Peterson safe at first. And then Tyrone Taylor, 4-3 on a put out. And the Brewers don't score because their first baseman can't run further than 90 feet. That's a shame. He's got cement feet. They wouldn't have had the force out at second. So they would have been two down, runner on third, up one with Taylor up to bat, and he would have done something presumably different with a shaken Wainwright. But this is why the Brewers are losers. Well, Taylor's had a good year, so I'm surprised he didn't get a base hit. He's been pretty good with runners on base. F3. But he's, he's going against a really good pitcher, though. 4-3 as he jogged to first base. Because this Brewers team knows they're staring down the barrel as the St. Louis Cardinals. Well, guess who won the division? So you have to sit... <laughs> You have to go to the wild card, and you'll be out in one game. We'll be marching out of the divisional round. Vital, that took you way too long. I've been I'm, pa- I'm, I'm patient to see how far he would face. roll back in and keep going and keep going. He would have went the whole time until I, you said that. I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to let you, and you let him go on for 30 minutes. Let him go in, and then I surround him. Smart. Dagger. Woodruff with the strikeout of Dylan Carlson. I'm going to tell you, I think it was a check swing or maybe the ball was inside. It's a bad call by the home plate umpire. You see Joe West is retiring? Did you guys see that? That's not on our talk about list, but did you see that? Yeah, I did actually. How long has he been around? Oh, my God. Has it been 40 or is it his dad that was the wet? I think they both have been. He's been around a long time. And he got, like, he announced he's retiring and he just, fans crushed him. Just... Which I get, because he's, he's the worst. He's statistically one of the worst umpires. Hey, uh, what's the other cast name? Angel Hernandez? Angel oh, he's bad. is statistically the worst. No, he's the second worst. What's the worst name? I think uh, Angel is second. Joe West is third. The guy from Las Cruces, um, Doug Eddings, he had the worst year of any umpire this year. I never heard of that guy in my life. Yeah. From Las Cruces. New Mexico, represent. Good job. And Joe, because Joe West was just blowing stuff in that Red Sox Yankee series the other day. Did you see this? Like uh, foul tip, drop third strikes, Aaron Judge yeah. hits dingers afterwards. So, anyway, so whatever Joe, we weren't going to talk about this. I have nothing prepared. So, when Joe West announces his retirement, all like all the gifs. Yeah. It's just like, one collective sigh from the baseball world just like oh you know it's finally like, you remember when the red sox had uh manny ramirez and they were like that's manny being manny yeah there's the same thing with joe west yeah we're like ah, oh, he's joe yeah. westing it out there and also like you know when someone announces their retirement and then like people are like 
Um, like Van, say you're retiring from radio, right? I'm, I retired from radio. And then people are like, thank you, Van Nunley. Like, and they're saying it like, oh, what an established fun career you had. And thank you for entertaining us for years. With Joe West, it's like, no, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my <laughs> God. Bring on the robots. <laughs> okay. He couldn't see the last year to his right. judgment. Today's varsity. Well, I know we haven't picked one yet. Okay? The biggest, the biggest problem with Joe West yeah. is that he is soft. Back-to-back strikes out. He is Kevin Durant soft. Oh, he's insanely soft. Yeah. He's 30-ply toilet paper soft. Yeah. <laughs> he just starts beef with managers and players, and he holds a grudge. And you could see it in stays the calls mad. he makes. He's he passive-aggressive. That's what I've yeah. noticed from him. Harrison Bader takes the K against Brandon Woodruff. But also, he was good enough to do it at this level for that long, so kudos to him. He's like a tenured teacher. It's not like a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. He got there, which takes a lot of work to get there. And then once you get there, you just kick your feet up and make out with freshmen. Yeah, he gone. He's super good. Today's varsity. I just came up with it, okay? Okay. Today's varsity, worst officials ever. Worst officials ever. Okay. Okay. So today's varsity, which you'll hear in, oh gosh, we're up against it. Just like two segments. 20th, worth, 20th short minutes. Paul DeYoung takes one in the ribs from Woodruff, so runner on. Learn your lesson. Runner on first, Stubby Clout, asking if he's okay, and he is. So Woodruff's really falling apart after 24 pitches here. It looks like he doesn't have anything left in the tank. <laughs> Poor Brewers team's in trouble. It's going to end up being a bullpen day. It is what it is for this fledgling Brewers team. Oh, they've had Hader and Williams start this year a couple of times, so that's Council's game. Going to the relief, going early. Craig Council can't do anything right. His batting stance wasn't even right. He's a weird-looking dude. He's a good manager, though. He knows the game. Well, I mean, he's good at beating up on the Cubs. Mm. Shaquille O'Neal, right now, in your opinion, top five most famous basketball players on the planet. You got Mike, you got LeBron. I'm going living, so don't put Kobe in there. Okay. Yeah. Well, then yes. Yeah. Sure. Movies, music, commercials, color so- commentary, social analysis, impact. social impact, uh, um, being a cop. Brandon Woodruff is completely shook. Backup catcher, Andrew Kisner, laces one to center. He's on first. Woodruff is coming apart at the seams. He's a joke. So, O'Neal, who, by the way, is doing like a like a tour to promote Kellogg's, okay? Which, keep that in mind with everything I'm saying. Okay. So, he's got this new ad campaign with Kellogg's and the NBA champ. Not one time. Not two times. Not three times. Four-time NBA champ, Shaquille O'Neal. Quote, these celebrities are going freaking crazy and I don't want to be one. I denounce my celebrityness today. I'm done with it. I don't want to be in that category. Celebrities are crazy. They really are. Don't call me that anymore. These people are out there freaking minds with how they treat people. What they do, what they say. That's never been me. I never want to be looked at like that. He said he'd rather be known for his kindness. Which he is very kind. I would say he is. He's in the news all the time, like Keanu Reeves, Bill Murray-esque. Yeah. Always just doing something nice for a stranger. If I were to draw a pi- if I was a caricature artist and I would draw a picture of Shaquille O'Neal, he would be smiling. No. Nah. If Adam Wainwright laces a single here off JV Brandon Woodruff, that's that's the entire 
You mean J- JV like Justin Verlander esque? Is that what you mean by JV? I mean like just very okay. <laughs> Don't forget who are the NL Central champs this year. <laughs> oh, he keeps forgetting. A lot of people are going to forget after the NLDS. Uh, nope. So Woodruff gets Wainwright to end the inning, and that's okay because the Cardinals got through the lineup, so it'll be the top of it in the third. That's really good baseball. It took Woodruff to get 30 pitches through two innings. He's a loser. (laughs) So, Do you do this when you watch the game with others? I text a lot, if that's what you're asking. (laughs) So what I'm saying with the NBA is Shaquille O'Neal's personality is so big, so strong, and so good, you can put him in front of anyone, and he will change their opinion. I don't know if you guys remember, Papa John's was insanely racist like 10 minutes ago. Sure. It's not anymore. Yeah. Papa John's has been saved. By Shaquille O'Neal. By Shaquille O'Neal. Solely by the giant hands of Shaquille O'Neal. You know when you watch football and you're like, hey, these like former players in the NFL, they're really good analysts, and they do a good job of like breaking down the game and like helping me learn. Thank you, Ryan Clark. This is great. Shaquille O'Neal ruined that for the NBA when he took his personality on inside the NBA and they were like, cool, we're not doing analysis anymore. We're only doing jokes. Sure. Because that's how strong his personality is. It's great. It's the best. Him and Chuck is phenomenal. Yes. So good they together. They make that show. And, and led by Bernie. Like, the whole thing, Ernie, the whole thing is so good. The whole thing is so good. But O'Neal's like, I'm done. I'm done being a celebrity. Okay. Well, I think the, the perception of celebrity is what he's going after. Like tabloid people, people who want their picture taken, people who want their name in the news all the time. He can't just stop being a celebrity. He's going to be in the news all the time. He would have to move out of the country, start a completely new career, and never be in the limelight. Where Where is he at seven foot two going to hide? The Redwood Forest? Yeah. <laughs> One of the greatest to ever play the game. You're not going to be able to just quit that guy. I do get the stuff with the upbringing and, like, single mother and then a stepfather comes in. And, like, I get all that. Family origin, background. Yep. Yep. He has an amazing story. Like this one wacko says, do you know Leo Terrell? Do you know who that guy is? Oh, of course not. He's a talking head on Fox News. Uh, He's one of their tokens, apparently. Uh, Leo Terrell, quote, He's always going to be a celebrity, but what he's doing, and and listen to this because this is bonkers. He's always going to be a celebrity, but what he's doing is he's sending a coded message to the celebrity left. Of course, Fox News makes it about this. What? He doesn't want to be part of this leftist viewpoint that this country is racist, that this country is a country that oppressed others. What? Shaquille O'Neal is the American dream. That part's true. He is the person who has benefited the most from America. And he doesn't hate the police. When you listen to the left, everything about America is bad. The police are bad. What he is trying to tell the celebrity left is, I don't want to be part of your attack on this country. That's just a coded message, and I applaud him for for saying it. The quote was about how people don't treat what? people kindly. Yes. it's His quote was about celebrity culture, about how they don't use their fame and their fortune for good. That's the message he made. He's not talking to the celebrity left, you frigging maniac. Let's go to the break. When we get back, I'm going to tell you how presumably Adam Wainwright puts the Milwaukee Brewers three up and three down.
ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Woodruff, slow roller to first, and he's obviously out because well, he's not a hitter. He's a pitcher. Colton Long says, anything you can do, I can do better. Emulates it completely, and slow roller to first, and he's out. Omar Nervez? Who's this kid? Narvaez? Navarez. No clue. He's their backup catcher, correct? Well, he takes the walk to first before Christian Kristen Yelich hits one about a country mile high as the second baseman and right fielder for the St. Louis Cardinals. Dylan Carlson and Tommy Edmond can't fire it for a second before one decides to bring it in. 0-0, middle of the third. What's that like for you, Vital, to know that the Brewers just, like, have no shot whatsoever? Well, just like everybody else. Everybody has a shot, and that's about it. They don't. The Cardinals don't have a shot. Okay, Vital, are we trying to fight? I love one, this. One game love is this. all you get this year. It's with the Dodgers. The Brewers, the Brewers recently lost three games in a row to the Cardinals. Yes, they did, but they haven't. You know, they haven't lost tonight. So well, they're a third of the way through, and they haven't lost it's tonight. Actually, it's actually a pitcher's duel. So, and they're the better team this year, anyhow. So, I mean, you just had a nice little run of sixteen in a row because you weren't good enough to win during the rest of the season spread out. I mean, you don't have to win them all. They have that saying, "Can't win them all." So, the Cardinals' sixteen-game win streak is is a lot like the Denver Broncos' three and zero start. I think they're just beating up on the bottom yeah, feeders. There you go. Yeah. A lot the bottom of feeders that are the Milwaukee Brewers. Yes, yes I agree. <laughs> yeah, you guys looking from the bottom up. It's well. To be fair. Mm, to be fair. To be fair. After they beat the Dodgers to continue their win streak from twenty-two to twenty-three games, it'll be the greatest story in the history of all sports. And the movie made about it will make one billion dollars in the movie. Sale. They win a World Series, but they're not going to get that far. The Cardinals will win a World Series. No, they don't have great. the pitching. Well, they have Adam Wainwright, who currently is not just pitching a gym, but a word that is greater he's than gym. He's got spider tack all over him. Okay, that's he's a pitcher. So spider tack is for cheaters. <laughs> maybe Ryan, if he got it from Ryan Braun, maybe. He doesn't have it after 17 years. He's got to go spider tack. Okay, I mean, he's got enough to... The he, sum of 16 wins. He obviously doesn't have spider tech because he only throws a ball like 88 He miles does not away. throw it hard. Yeah. He doesn't need to grip it whatsoever. But do you need spider tech to get a good breaking pitch? So He does have a good curveball. He's still got a good curveball. It's literally the best curveball. As far as 12 to 6 goes on a curveball, it one time killed Carlos Beltran. I watched it. I physically watched it kill a guy. I remember that. God, of course you do. All right, here we go. Okay. The Brady Bowl is this weekend. Excited, are you? Okay. I'm. Yeah, sure. You ready for the spread? <clears throat> First off, let me guess. Okay. It's in Foxborough. Correct. So that's three points. Okay. I think the Bucks should be favored by eight. And a half. Okay. So I think the Bucks minus five and a half. Five and a half is what it is. Boom. So are you looking? Nope. Are you the master better right now? I am the master better. Okay. Yeah. So favored by five and a half. On the road. 
Tommy Edmond flies out to shallow left center brought in by the second baseman that will probably be out of the league next year. What's the over-under on how this is going to kill me all week having to hear this <laughs> stupid Belichick Brady crap? Oh, I think you're talking about the Cardinal Brewers. No, Because no, you only no, got I'm... one more day of this. Yeah, right? The Buccaneers favored by five and a half on the road in New England, 50.5 over-under van. Give me your prediction. Um, Brady's going to be out for blood. I will take – okay, give me the over-under over again. Fifty and a half. The Bucks are going to score forty, so Patriots only need to score thirteen, twelve or thirteen. So, yeah, Bucks in the over. Bucks win by more than five and a half, and Bucks score forty points. So as long as Patriots score thirteen points, boom, you got it. I don't know if Paul Goldschmidt is into lingerie, but he laces one to left center, and it falls. Just feet in front of what I would identify as a very lazy Christian Yelich. Paul Goldschmidt on first, one down, bottom of the third. Tyler O'Neill stepping up where he will inevitably jack a home run if Woodruff, if Woodruff is able to throw him one over the plate, which he has no control whatsoever. So I don't know if he'll be able to. All right, Van, you ready for this? Holla. Let's go to the Thursday night game, okay? Okay. Jacksonville at Cincinnati. We're not going to talk more Belichick Brady. No, I'm doing the line. We're going to give Vital a break. Well, I just recently learned we're not doing radio on Friday, so we're going to do all of our NFL picks tomorrow. Okay. Thank you. We're talking about the line today. Okay. Thursday night, Jacksonville at Cincinnati. Two good quarterbacks. Cincinnati favored by 7.5. 45.5 is your over-under. Who you got? Okay, well, I got Cincinnati winning. Okay. But I got Jacksonville finally playing better. Covering the spread of and seven and covering and the spread. Okay. Yeah. Over under though. Um what did you say it was? Forty five and a half. Over. I agree. I think this is like a fifty five point game. Something in the low thirties, something in the high twenties. I think Jacksonville loses again. Yeah, Jacksonville loses, but they cover. They play better. They're more competitive. Trevor Lawrence getting his sea legs. He's still a rookie. You know my thoughts on rookie quarterbacks. But he he started he's starting to be Trevor Lawrencey a little more and more each week. Okay, master better. And again, don't take these picks until Saturday. The lines are going to change. If you want to get in early. You get in That's early. That's fine. Get in early. Now, what I'm going to give you these is... These are not my official picks. Right. No, these no, this is the line. This is not the picks. Right. The last one I want to hit before we go to break. The Houston Texans are traveling to Buffalo this weekend. Buffalo favored by 17 and a half with a 48-point over-under. Okay. Well, the Texans have to score 10 points. Again, very similar to the Tampa Bay game because the, the Bills are going to put up 40. So if I had to, I would say I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on this game. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on the game. Seventeen and a half is a lot that of That is so many points. That's that's a couple freak a couple freak fumbles. I'm taking a hit ball and an interception away from not covering. I would take the Texans to cover at seventeen and a half. I wouldn't bet on it at all. No. Because the Bills no. the Bills are good enough to cover. But football, I mean, it's such a freaky game, you know, a couple bounces away. 
I don't like that spread. I wouldn't bet on it whatsoever. But if I was forced to, I would take Bills and the over. I would take Houston to cover and the under if I had to do if I was I think it's gonna be like Bills forty two, forty, forty two, Texans ten thirteen. Tyler O'Neill takes Woodruff to a full count where he clanks one off the back left center wall. Paul Goldschmidt comes around third, plays at home, slide in. Oh, he's tagged out at home. Ah, take that. Oh, no. He was... Joe West with the call. He was... Nice. So it's brought in quick from Yelich, who was playing off his back heel. He gets it into the second baseman, which I believe is Peterson, who turns around and throws a BB home where the tags put down. O'Neal advances to third on heads-up base running. This is the most fun I've ever had doing radio. No, it was Colton Wong stepping in behind Peterson. It's going to go to review, but Goldschmidt is out. That's bang, bang. Ooh, I just love that. Let's grab a break. When we get back to today's varsity, it's the varsity of just worst officials. The worst officials. It's ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, back on the program. Ooh, Vital. Little Midnight City. That's it. You got it. Yeah. This is on my hipster pool party playlist on Spotify. It's called Lemon Party. Vital. Nolan Arenado not able to capitalize with a runner on third. Friends of the show do not Google Lemon Party. Up to bat for the Brewers. Garcia, I don't know, maybe he's a second baseman or shortstop or some singles to left, so that's nice for the Brewers. They get one little shining light. Today's varsity, Van. Okay. The varsity of terrible officials. Okay. Okay. This is in honor of Joe West retiring. Yeah. Cowboy Joe West. Yeah. Is retiring. So we're going to list the worst officials. That's how I feel. Okay. Do you want to go first or would you like me to go first? You go first. Okay. I will start. All right. Joe West. Okay. All right. So Joe West is on the list. Yeah. Longevity helps because he's not just bad. He's, he's bad been bad for a long for time. For so long. Yeah. Okay. All right. First on my varsity of the worst officials, I would say the official rules of Uno. Yeah. Because house rules are better. House rules are way better. You should you need to keep drawing cards until you could play something. This one card draw and then go to the next person, that is garbage. During the varsity, we don't often take calls, but when it's friend of the show, Orlando, we'll give him an opportunity. Welcome to the program, Orlando. Hey, guys. Feel kind of weird. I heard you guys Saturday, and it was... You hadn't been on for a Saturday for a while, so it was, it was good. We were in Hawaii. Yeah. We, 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 we took one off. One week off, uh, yeah. Orlando. I'm glad yeah, you missed us. With all the shuffling, and you guys, yeah, 610 has us all totally confused with all the personnel shuffling, but it's good. It, it's keeping up. Oh, I appreciate up that. The par. But um, usually I call you, I'm on the way to Portales. I'm not on the way to Portales. But anyway, 
Um, cowboy. You know, I'm a hardcore cowboy fan, but it's early. Got to be cautiously optimistic. One thing that's looking like a problem is I think McCarthy sucks as a coach, but his time management, all three games, he's like totally screwed up. What do you guys think about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, Peyton Manning kind of ran him through the ringer on that. And yeah. it's hard to argue with Peyton Manning, who knows. So, yeah, I would agree completely that he's got to do it better. I, I do think Kellen Moore is saving him. Mike McCarthy yeah. would be a great coach in 1978. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I'm surprised he lasted in Green Bay. Yeah, he should have fired him 10 years did. earlier. But, I mean, just common sense. I mean, I'm armchair coach, armchair quarterback, whatever. It's like, okay, now call timeout. You'll give you time to set up for I was like, where is it? But anyway, it's early for us Cowboy fans. They're looking okay now. Um, you know, if the defense can hold up, offense is not going to be a problem, which has usually been the case. But anyway, and then hardcore Dodger fan too. And uh, one of you, Van, whoever the Cardinals fan is, is that's kind of dangerous if the Dodgers are going to face the Cardinals because – they are on a on a streak. They have our number in the past. Got to bow down, bow down to Yadier Molina. It's too I good. Mean, he is the man, the man, the myth. Thirteen or fourteen years and going at the level he's at. What do you guys think about that? Two thousand four, Yadier Molina made his debut, his seventeenth year in the league, and yeah. I over two thousand hits. Arguably the greatest defensive catcher of all time. Yeah, yeah. a world of talent, and currently in the Cardinals versus Brewers matchup, which is happening right now, um, after Vogelbach hit the slowest rolling grounder ever to first base where the lead runner was got, uh, Urias jacks a two-run dinger to left center, and the Brewers are up 2-0. So, so maybe yeah, maybe, the, maybe it comes to an end here. But Orlando, thank you so very much for taking the time, friend. We will be here tomorrow. So that will ease your confusion on tomorrow. We will be here tomorrow, 4-7. to seven. Oh, I think we lost him. That's okay. Thanks for the call, Orlando. Been a, he's been a fan of the program since the beginning. I know. He's excellent. Sure. Uh, I know we were getting towards the end of it. We were talking about the worst officials ever. Uh, obviously, I'm just going to jump to my punchline okay. that I so much was prepared to give at the very end. Uh, my The worst official ever is Dr. Pepper. Obviously, the clones of Dr. Pepper are far superior to Dr. Pepper in every single way. Yeah. But if you give me Dr. Riffle or Dr. Smooth or Dr. Thirst or Dr. Topper – Dr. Thunder, I'm in on everything that's not official Dr. Pepper. Mr. Pibb. Mr. Pibb. Mr. Pibb is better, and he didn't even need to go to, to Coke school. He's, right. just, he's just a regular mister. The, well, and not even a doctor. Yeah, I'm, I'm on point with that, yeah. yes. My next official would be an official transcript. Oh, that's a good one. Because my official transcript was very strong until my senior year. And then it just went way downhill. So one of my worst officials of all time is the official transcript. I didn't have a lot of jokes left, so I guess I'll just go with Tim. I got a few more. Tim Donahue. (laughs) Go ahead. Just roll them off. Next on my list of worst officials is the uh, official Kelly Blue Book value. Yeah, that one's not. Because it always goes down over time. Not for anything. It's depreciating. Yeah, it just gets the more miles I get, the less it's worth. Is this the official end of the show? Yeah. Also, the official start of World War II when Hitler invaded Poland, that was a kind of a bummer. That wasn't cool. That's a really bad that's, Yeah, that's that a, wasn't cool at all. One of the worst officials. Yeah. The, the Brewers have started um, runner on first, Cardinals chasing two.
Not looking good for the streak, Vital. Told you. See what happens when you talk trash comes right mm. back at you like a deuce flushing. <laughs> we call that a callback in the biz. Good radio today well from everyone involved. Stick around for five minutes. You'll hear Mike Trujillo on True to the Game. That's going to be a lot of fun. He's here till 10 p.m. Obviously, the Quans Auto Care hotline is open to you. Van, any final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.